right, best behaviour, champs. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Fallout Podcast Christmas Special, aka Do Not Fret, Rest Your Head, Christmas Time is Here. Uh, Joined, as always, by Lord Sage Temple. How are you, Lord? I'm feeling very well and festive. Sweet, sweet. (laughs) The Pemberton Cycler. How are the pedals? Yeah, yeah. uh, This week I've uh, listened to uh, Movement by New Order a couple of times, which is a bit unusual. And also I've been constipated, so one thing I've not been having is a a movement. (laughs) A bittersweet irony. But I'm glad you're smiling and happy because, as we know, cliche to be cynical at Christmas. Well, I cleared the backlog yesterday, so that's good. Very good. The train has left the station. Um, and hopefully to be joined soon by Monsieur Pippington Bihard, whose internet has just died. But uh, we shall see. He has some treats in, in store for us. And I don't know if Tim Three will be making an appearance. Who knows? But Tree Beards, the host, is me. And let's crack on. And first up... No fade out. That's not how I do it. I'm not your Phil Rigby's. <laughs> Old school. Old school. Philip, good to see you. And you're joined by another human there. Bonjour, bonsoir. Mon petit Rigby. Hello. Good day, good day. Oh. <laughs> good. So first up, before we go any further, that was a little bit of Jingle Bell um, rock off uh, a Peel session, what they did with all the Christmas songs. But here is an advertisement for a gig, if you want to go to it, by the Fallen Women. Have you chaps heard of the Fallen Women? No. They're an all-ladies fall cover band. Now, this is on Saturday the 28th. Um, unfortunately, it was, I believe, 2018. So you won't be able to go. <laughs> I think they did one this year. I saw it on Twitter. But you have uh, uh, Morrissey, who's let himself go here on vocals. Um, the fellow from the auteurs, who's going to pop up again in another thing I've got. Someone from Echo Belly and Lush and that, uh, and a few other people uh, joining the Fallen Women for a sing-along fall karaoke. So what do you think about that? I they're having a right good old time there, doesn't it? Well, if you are in the Fallen Women, or if you know someone... Let them know that we would love to have them on our show. Um, Who's Keith T.O.T.P.? I don't know Keith T.O.T.P. Is that the fourth doctor in the middle, Tom Berker? On his way back from the pub. So why don't we play another song from the Christmas playlist? Mark E. Smith at Christmas. Kind of Christmas being enjoyed by famous people with the name of Smith. 1990 by Simon Reynolds. Given his curmudgeonly image, you might expect Mark E. Smith to regard Christmas as a time to endure rather than enjoy. I don't mind it, he says. I'd like it more if it was just for a couple of days. But when the whole country shuts down for two weeks, I find it gets on me nerves a bit. Christmas in this country just drags on and on. Apart from that, it's okay. You can't knock it, can you? 
Mark E. Smith's group, The Fall, are something of a post-punk institution, but, unlike most institutions, The Fall don't stand for anything. Thrilling. Nothing more thrilling than listening to a robot voice reading a, an article off the internet. It sounded like uh, Hal's sister from uh, 2001. What are you doing, Dev? Um. <laughs> Alice, did you think Christmas goes on too long? Well, it sort of like starts um, in September nowadays, doesn't it? Uh, you miserable um, bastard. <laughs> I didn't say it goes on too long, did I? I just said it starts in September now. So, I don't know. Fair enough. We- so, Phil, you promised us some entertainment. There's some fall you, uh, Yeah. Now, you guys, you guys like the fall, right? I do. Okay. Are you up for Coco's Kazoo Christmas Challenge? I'm very Yay. excited. Yay! All right, do you want to do the first one solo on the kazoo? Right, so this is uh, Coco's debut on the kazoo. Go on. Are you ready? Yes. You hear us all right? I've got a guess. Oh, Daniel's got a guess. Is it? Is it systematic abuse? I'm doing whether the cover of Black Monk, Black Monk theme, uh, the cover of. She had another noise. She's got a noise for if you get it right and a noise for if you get it wrong. Black Monk theme. Is it Black Monk theme? Oh. Come on, Brandon, what's your guess? Well, I've got another one. I've got a real one, but I'm waiting till these lads have had a go. Ezra, what do you think? I thought it must be Second Dark Age. I think it's how I wrote Elastic Man. Oh, you're all wrong. Can you reveal what it is? And there was even a clue, because I got a potato out. That's what led me to Second Dark Age. And systematic abuse. Mm. (laughs) Please reveal the answer. It was, what was it called? Systematic abuse. Ah, that was my that was my first guess. I didn't right. get the noise. I'd like I'd love to hear you doing a little accompaniment there with the uh, the swanny whistle with the flu rasping kazoo. Oh well, you've got a treat coming now. Then ready for round two. No Christmas for John Keys. Yeah. What was that? No Christmas for John Keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, means, that means right, doesn't it? Good. Yeah. Good, good. Al's nope. leading the charge. Yeah. Round three. You ready? <laughs> Just step sideways. Oh, Ezra's got a guess. Just step sideways. Very good. Can we have a bit more of that one? Give us a, can you give us another another blast of uh, that one? Come on, two, three, four. Can you do one more? Yes, please. Oh, yes. Can I do that one? Okay. <laughs> 
Christmas with Simon, a.k.a. Christmas Tide. <laughs> well Very done. Good. Okay. Wonderful. Well done, Coco. Well done, Big Phil. Bloody quality entertainment, that. Very good. <laughs> Why don't we have a listen to, to that song itself? better every time it's a good one I, I i think i prefer the other version but they're both very nice so what i've got lined up here now is another phil rigby extravaganza now i heard that you have been scouring through the bins outside the presswich pubs and hospitals and you've come across uh, something that you'd like to share with us i have yeah so um let me remember what i've done with it it's no great secret i've got an interest in all things weird and wonderful and um as i was rooting around some stuff i managed to find murky smith's natal astrology charts and uh i've sent it through to somebody to do an anonymous reading on it this is the uh his date of birth now there's no actual time for it so the the kind of rule of thumb is to use lunchtime, which is what this does so it's as close as we can get it to where the planets and stars were at the moment of his birth. And so I asked my mate, who's uh, who does astrology, is do it anonymously, and this is what he came back with. Let's see how accurate it is. Outwardly something of an iconoclast, expressed in one way with a rather eccentric, possibly punkish hairstyle, and perhaps dress sense to match, will usually appear to be alert and intelligent, at turns a little shy, but generally outgoing, with quite a forceful and direct personality, may become more inhibited when challenged. For all that, essentially a sensitive, imaginative and compassionate person with a strong artistic sense, likely to suffer persistent and chronic health issues, or again, a preoccupation with health and be something of a hypochondriac. Very ambitious, determined person and at times strong-willed and forceful, although adverse to arguments, <laughs> may have passive-aggressive traits, difficulties expressing anger, a lot of the time confronted with obstacles, challenges and the feelings of being up against it, but likely to gain a sense of accomplishment later in life. Major challenge is to establish focus and self-discipline, but if they manage to do that, then capable of significant achievements. They'll have gone through quite profound life-changing events three to four years ago should have creative abilities particularly where this involves physical coordination e.g. could be inventive 
skilled juggler, musician, judo expert, tennis player. Competitive spirit, but fairly relaxed and confident with it. We'll have a certain way with words, particularly when discussing arts, religion, social affairs. E.g. could be good as a film critic or again a creative writer, but also likely to be quite unsettling and penetrating with thoughts and observations. Probably quite obsessive with individuals they are attracted to or involved with, given to sharing, expressing passions. We'll have some peculiar traits, i.e. unusual habits and manners. Interesting indeed. As you, any of that resonate with your uh, view of Mark Edward Smith of Presswich? Oh, when we think about what he brought to the world of music, it's kind of a shame that he never picked up a tennis racket, isn't it? Or juggling balls. <laughs> indeed, indeed. It it seemed pretty much on the on the mark. I'd be interested, and you know, this is something that I don't think any of us could ever know if he was in fact a hypochondriac. Um, certainly, given his kind of um, predilections, although I do know a lot of very boozy people who are hypochondriacs. So I don't know. I, that, who knows? Yeah, very interesting. I'll have to send you my birth chart, uh, Phil. Oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, what about you, Al? Did you uh, did you get, glean anything from that? Yeah, but anybody really couldn't it? You know, it's, it's all right, nonsense, right. isn't it? It's rubbish. Yeah, could be about you, Brendan. <laughs> I certainly am a skilled juggler and judo expert. I could be if I could get that focus. But yeah, I don't know. Astrology is not something that I buy into much really. Russell Grant was okay. Had some nice jumpers. He certainly did. I think him. he was certainly alert at times. That alertness did not last through his entire career. I particularly like that three, four years ago, there was a life-changing event. There certainly was. He died, yes. I, I think it was off the mat when he said he had a punk haircut and was not able to express his anger. I think he, uh, he was um, <laughs> well able to do that. And um, yes, uh, roads not taken into judo, juggling and tennis. What, what, what a world that could have been. What do you make of it then, Phil? I, I really liked uh, a lot of time confronted with obstacles because I think that's... Of his own making. <laughs> of his job, isn't it? And challenges and the feeling of being up against it. Uh, I, I thought it was all right. Major challenges to establish focus and self-discipline. I, I think if that related to other people he was hanging around with, given the, the amount of time that he talked about discipline and repetition. So, so. I thought it was quite good. I thought it was a really good anonymous reading. Yes, and your mileage may vary on your beliefs about whether the <laughs> stars at the time of your birth have, a, have an influence on your life. Um, I'm not going to say yes or no, but it's no. <laughs> 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 All righty, why don't I play another track from that playlist? How about this one? The X and Xmas is a substitute crucifix for Christ. <laughs> Thank you. 
that was a Weihnachtssong, Christmas song by a Central Park, a, a melancholy version of No Christmas for John Keys. Any opinions on that? Well, I think if you're going to do a, a cover of a Paul song, at least uh, like put a bit of originality into it, and they've done that, so that's uh, bonus points for him for that. Aye, aye. Big win. It's a weird cover, but I, I quite like it. I did a cover of No Christmas John Keys once. I might play a bit of that later if I can find it. Um, oh, please. <laughs> shall we move on to Alistair? What have you brought to the table? Well, Christmas is a time for being with family, you know, enjoying yourself in uh, frivolity, but not for everybody. And uh, there's some people that do feel rather marginalised at Christmas. And uh, for inclusivity's sake, I've, I've kind of brought um, something that for the you know, the, the uh, subsector of society, which I think is that probably the most marginalised at Christmas, uh, which is certainness, the poor little sods. You know, there's not much fun sort of like, you know, being a certainist at Christmas, I wouldn't have thought. So, uh, to cheer them up, uh, I brought a little music round, which is um, Christmas songs, but played backwards in the way that certainists might like it. So, this is a, a two-fold quiz. One, you've got to guess which song it is. And the second part of the, uh, the, the contest is you've got to guess whether it's by the fantastic Chipmunks or the even more fantastic Pinky and Perky. Well, here we are. Clip number one. That's beautiful. I think everything should be played backwards, really, to be honest. Ezra, what Christmas tune do you think that is? And more importantly, was it the Chipmunks or Pinky and Perky? I think it's Santa Anoints the Elves in Sainsbury's Park Park on Boxing Day. Part two. With olive oil. Uh, and I think it's the Chipmunks. Very good. Uh, Phil Phil and Co., what do I'm, you think? I'm flip-flopping on that, to be honest with you. Is it We Wish You a Merry Christmas? And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's Pinky and Perky. Now, I I thought there was a giveaway. About 30 seconds in, it does, it, it, it kind of gives itself away. De, 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 de. And I think, I, do, I know the answer because I, uh, I listened. So I'm going to play you the clip and then Al, you can tell us a bit more. And there we go. And, and if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Chipmunks, was it, Al? It was indeed the Chipmunks. Uh, Brendan wins that round, I think. Brendan cheated, though, because I listened when I was reversing it. But I don't know the others, maybe. <laughs> Number two.
Very beautiful indeed. It's a tough one. Anton LaVey would be proud of us all. Exactly. I'm sure he's playing this on repeat He's once he gets his playlist in his hands. Philip? What do you We're going to guess chipmunks this time. That sounded again like we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Just keep going with that. Okay, that's our guess. Sooner or later, you'll be right. Ezra? I think this one would rub the beef with gin and holly, a.k.a. Grandma is a pterodactyl. Ooh. And I think it was probably by Pinky and Perky. Let's have a listen, shall we? It's a deep cut. The holly. It was rubbed the, the beef with gin and holly. You were I was very close. You're very close. You're very close. Alistair. It was pinky and perky. Uh, holly and the ivy. Nice. They sound a lot alike, the pinky and perkies and the chipmunks, especially when they've been mashed up and slowed down and sped back up again. But well, right, pinky and perky, they, they actually had George Martin producing them at times. So, you know, there was a big, big budget up there, you know. So they, they, that's the, the Beatles connection for you. Double orchestra. <coughs> Number three. Now, I don't know this one. Ezra? I think that one's Rudolf scissor kicked Hitler and that's how we won the war. Um, good. And I think it's probably by the Chipmunks. Okay, okay. Philip and Coco? Yeah, Coco because it's Chipmunks. The song Frosty the Snowman? Maybe. I, I'm going for Pinky and Perky and I'm going for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> What's that one called, Al? Oh, that one's called Sleigh Ride. It was a bit of a, a nasty one, really, to put in there, because I don't think anybody knows the title of it, but I think it's my favourite of all of the backwards tunes, that one. It really sounds good. Was that Pinky and Perky? That was Pinky and Perky. Okay, you can tell by the accents, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, um, did I just play them in the wrong order? No. Nope. No, I'm going for four. <laughs> Madness. 
Philip, Coco. Sorry, we thought it was chipmunks. We thought that was Declan Halls. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ezra. I think that one was who would wear the stripy death flecked socks of Santa, and I think it was the chipmunks. I think it was the chipmunks, and I think it was um, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> the most famousest one of all time and there we go none of us got any of them right i don't think did we as we got close with his holly his holly uh pitch earlier i think but uh, chipmunks uh but yeah i, I wish i would put uh rudolph hester red nose reindeer in there but i didn't it's been a while it's been a while since uh we've seen this side of you alistair hoping he comes back um strong in the in 2022 um. No Christmas for John Quaid. Come on. No Christmas for John Quaid. Come on. Get a bit of duck guts into it. That was uh, by the Cockney Watchdogs, me, my brother Nathan, and my young son, Iowa, who now is a big son. This was back when he was a little son. Why don't we move on and I'll give you a quiz about some uh, fall lyrics from songs and you tell me which song it's from. I'll start off with an easy one. The Massacre of Blue Christmas, on him I'd like to land one on. One we've covered recently. Any of you chaps uh, like to guess or remember which song it's from? It's the Shaking Stevens reference, isn't it? it? Is I can't remember which song it's from. Christmas. Ezra? Neighbourhood of Infinity, isn't it? Good try. It's actually from Ludgang. Ah! Gang. Next one. Do not, re- do not fret, rest your head, Christmas time is here. You just did it earlier. Go on, Phil. Take it. There's an open goal there for you. Christmas with Simon. It is indeed Christmas with Simon, so very good. Next one. There is no Christmas for junkies. No Christmas for donkeys. Very good. Two points over there. Treads on the balls of his feet in the Christmas rush. Mm. I'll give you a clue. It's not a Christmas song. It's a football song. Oh, would it be... October gives way to Christmas, January. Winter. Very good, but no. Here's a song we have... Winter uh, too. Very good, but no. It's a song we've looked at recently, and I loved it. Nobody else liked it, and they kicked it out. I particularly think Tim 3 gave it a good hammering because it sounded like House of the Rising Sun. Oh, the... It wasn't Xanadu. What was he saying, Phil? The Badly Drawn Boy one. It was the Badly Drawn Boy one. Calendar. That's right. 
And the last one, Christmas time, no bells around. Let's hope for a protein protection Christmas throughout all the land. We wish you a protein Christmas. Very good. And that concludes that round. And I'm going to play We Wish You a Protein Christmas. just to make it all sound like it all ties together. And here's that strangest of all things which arrived in the post this morning. I could scarcely believe the evidence of my eyes when I saw it. It's a Christmas single from The Fall. What do you make of that, chaps? It's going to pop up soon in the playlist, relatively soon. Is it one you're yeah. familiar with? Is it a family favourite? Like big Pinky and Perky kind of backing vocals on that. So uh, pretty cool. Hit shift or abuse? No, it's use, not abuse. The uh, the Peely intro on there, and you, you just mentioned Kicker Conspiracy previously. Do you remember many years ago listening to John Peel, and uh, there was um, some sort of England football match on from some tournament or uh, other. Uh, uh, England were losing and they scored an equaliser whilst the uh, Peel was played, playing the kicker conspiracy. So he, he played it again, so it's hoping that they'd score another one. Didn't work. Oh, well, you know, you got to try in these things, haven't you? So I had a bit yeah. of a look in the, I trawled the internet for fall-based Christmas cards and Christmas products and there was a few of them. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you can judge these harshly for fun. What do you make of this one? Is this is this the kind of card that you would you would buy for yourself and your friends? I'll make it myself. This part is probably not going to work too well, seeing as it's all audio. But um, it looks like Alex Higgins. <laughs> it does look a bit like Alex Higgins. What about this one? Oh, it's Jesus! Has he got a third eye, or is that just his hair? <laughs> it's a little bit of everything, isn't it? How about this one, I think this is the worst. There's a ho- there's actually quite a few uh, where they've done hit the North Pole. Some somebody uh, stumbled across that, and then other people have stolen it for cards. That's a particularly bad one. Um, Low effort. Looks like a fall cover, actually. Very good, very good. Now, this last one, which was posted only today on Twitter by uh, someone called Pamela Angus, is actually very good. Would you like to describe that for us, Phil? Well, that looks like the outfit that Mark had on when he played Glastonbury and had all that champagne down the front of his pants. (laughs) Whereas Nick Cave, who's flanking him to to our left, is uh, his right. Stage left is rocking a more flamboyant cabaret style, isn't he, with his old hang glider collar there. And uh, Shane McGowan from the Pogs on stage right with the only one with a drink, although I'm sure they're all quite partial to it. A little bit, aren't they? I think um, I think there's an article from the 80s where the three of them are together. You see a lot of Nick Cave and Smith because they were mates, but I don't know if I've seen Smith and, um, and McGowan spend much time together. What about this, Ezra? Would, you, would this grace your uh, mantle? piece oh it certainly would yeah 
very nice. They get the, you know, it's always nice to get the facial lines in, you know, the, the, the wizard and the crow's feet and the crag and all that stuff. So, exactly. yeah. Well rendered indeed. Let's play another song, shall we? What, you had a request early for Jingle Bell Rock. I think we played it at the beginning, but uh, play a bit more. is that it's called Unseen Woolworths Xmas Advert. It says 1980s Xmas Advert for Marky Smith never got heard due to record company contract. And I like this comment, never got heard due to record company contract. And more importantly, it was recorded for the BBC 14 years after this advert went out. It's, um, yeah, because it's got like um, that dude off um, It Ain't Half Hot Mum in it. What's his name? Oh, you lovely boys. Yeah, this guy, right? Winter Davis. Uh, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter S. Davis Thompson. And uh, this guy, what was he called? Is that Alan Freeman, though? I can't remember his name. Enough of that well, nonsense. Okay, I particularly liked his lyrics, walking with M&S bags in, uh, in Jingle Bell Rock. Have you come across this one before? So this is the fella earlier, the fella from the auteurs, Luke Haynes. He did black box recording. He's done a lot of actually pretty good good stuff through the years, but he, he does paintings and uh, he decided to make a Christmas tree. I'd painted an MES bauble for a friend's Christmas present. The next stage was to paint every member of the fall. I had no reason to embark on such a futile endeavor. Then the artist <laughs> Neil McNally asked me if I wanted to do an exhibition. I then realized it was time for the fall Xmas tree. Here's the tree itself, which is not really that impressive. But when you get up close, you can see that he's painted. Oh, there's Martin Brammer. I think that's Carl Burns. <laughs> I don't know who that is down there. And then he moves on to paintings about wrestlers. What do you make? Nagasaki, though. That's pretty good. 
Exactly. Well, his the thing he did was called 1980s of the 80s with time travel fall compliments. Exactly. It's called Psychedelic Meditations on British Wrestling of the 1970s and, and early 80s. Very good. Um, Apocalypse Davis. <laughs> What do you think about that Christmas tree with all those fall baubles? Wouldn't you like a Marsha Schofield bauble in the corner? Surely, the surely they should be called baubles. Very good. Baubles oh. and baubles. It's, uh, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's uh, No home should be without one. Exactly. Quite impressive if you like Christmas trees. What about, let's listen to a bit of that story then, what he did. By H.P. Lovecraft. Filler Out of Space by H.P. Lovecraft. West of Arkham, the hills rise wild. There are valleys with deep woods that no axe has ever cut. There are dark, narrow rivulets and glens that wear thin brooklets, trickle without ever having caught the glint of sunlight. And on the gentle slopes there are farms with squat, moss-coated cottages brooding eternally over New England's secrets. That night with a lantern and a pail for water had never come back. There had been a frantic shriek from the yard then, but before the father would get to the door, the boy was gone. For over two weeks, <coughs> Amy saw nothing of Nahum, uh, Nahum and, and then worried about what might have happened. Paid the gardener place a visit. It was quite dark inside, for the window was small and half obscured by the crude wooden bars. Oh, I could listen to that all night. What do you make of that, Ezra? Mince pie. Is your mouth full of mince pies there, lad? No, excuse me. I can't have fallen asleep to that. It's a shame that, you know, after a very enervating game of tennis... <laughs> or juggling. We couldn't retire to the smoking room and just drift off into a cognac haze whilst listening to the dulcet tones of Marky Smith oh, regales beautiful Philip Eldritch horror Eldritch Gibbous Wax Encyclopedia etc etc what does this do for you Phil what does it not do for you <laughs> I it's going to be a Garth Marenghi thing when it popped up then he's got the right he's got the total Garth Marenghi look going on hasn't he yeah. I am a weaver of dreams all this was a kitchen but he did not complete the walk because what he saw was no longer there. Books falling apart. I'll tell you what, though, I'm, I'm a huge fan of horror stories at Christmas. I think it's it's such a good tradition that, and it's, uh, you know, like a good Emma James story or something like that. It's fab. So, yeah, all for a bit of uh, Eldritch horror. It's weird they didn't go with an M.R. James. I wonder if they suggested it to him and him just being a contrarian decide to read Lovecraft. Because I don't think Colour of Space has any connection with Christmas whatsoever. But it is spooky. And the Nicolas Cage film, have you seen that? Nicolas Cage version, that's very good. That might be that might be everything, I think. Um, I don't know, you didn't ask me. I th- I thought, what you're right, I've had him smoke. I thought you couldn't speak when you're out there. What do you think of this, Al? This, uh... hey, well, I, I missed the Mark Smith episode of Jack. I wish I'd have caught it in full way, you know, but um, yeah, the Gigi Allen one was a classic, though. I remember Rick Mayall doing a really good. Jack and Ori. They did it for George a while. They, marvelous medicine. Is that what he did? Nice. Yeah. Williams was marvellous at that. Yeah, Williams was a, was a, a top draw reader, wasn't he? Why don't we finish up with our favourite of all the fall Christmas tunes? And I'm going to let the whole thing play. So enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Beautiful. Well, everyone, cheers your eye. Have a have a happy holidays and a happy Christmas and a merry new year. And we'll see you all in 2012. Tim three, just merry Christmas. You filthy animals. That would be appreciated. And from Ezra, I'm sorry I didn't manage to squeeze out a merry cunting Christmas and a happy very fucking Christmas. Happy fucking Christmas indeed.